Let's do it. Oh, yep. Ooh. Oh yeah. What do you got over there, Andrew? Oh, this is uh, you know. So I was, uh, let me. I got a few. Let me make a few notes, gentlemen, to you. Note away. Um, first of all, I'm drinking a sparkling water, and uh, it's a San Pellegrino. So I uh. I actually think my ex almost broke up with me multiple times because I used to call it San Pellegrino, like Pellegrino. I would like overpronounce every syllable in it because I thought that was very fucking funny and I still find it very fucking funny. But boy, she was just like, I, you know how to say it. I've heard you say it correctly. So it's like but when that's I like, it's fun in that. That's like, yeah, I love that chicken stuff. fajitas, chicken vaginas. Exactly. Vaginas. Yeah. Or when you're Way ordering. More. Yeah, or ordering a coffee and you order a, a cafe latte, you know. <laughs> I, I've never, I haven't done that one, but I or like a, it. Or a, a mocha latte. A mocha latte. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's it's. I find it amusing. So anyway, so I was at Costco, and I, I, I feel like our dedicated listeners will know that I am a Kirkland brand sparkling water man, and I stand by that. But they, they're always out. I mean, people love the sparkling water, boys. I, I can't I can't believe how many people... Well, I can't believe how many people like it. It's a great sparkling water. I love it. I go apeshit for it. I buy, When it's there, I buy two cases so I don't have to go back for more. I love Damn. sparkling water. I... San Pellegrino, or whatever. <laughs> Pellegrino. Um, it, they, they've, they've positioned themselves as the premium brand. We are sparkling water for the rich, right? And I just got to tell you, it's kind of dog shit. Like, does it itch my sparkling water needs? Yes. Is it good? I don't think so. I think this one in particular, blood orange and black raspberry. Let me give it a quick little taster. Yeah, see, that tastes like literally like I just licked my cat's asshole. I mean, it's unbelievable. <laughs> I I don't know what their flavor testers were thinking. It's fine, but I don't like it. And So uh, as, a, as a product tester for the sparkling water world, what would you say the, the good stuff is? What's what's the high class? So model? great question for me and everyone's different. <clears throat> and I want people who like San Pellegrino to not feel like I'm discriminating against them. I'm discriminating against a product. I like a very dry, super bubbly sparkling water. Like I like to feel like a little pain when I sip it, you know? Oh, yeah. I like to, it I like hurts to, a bit. You can't yeah. enjoy it too fast. Yes. You can't chug it. It's like a sipping sparkling water. I think this is why I like really strong drinks too, like bourbon drinks, because I'm like, I, Oh, Jeff, you have some. Yeah. Okay. So this is the second part of my story is I, uh, I went back to Costco today. They had it bought two cases, but I have to get nice. through this shit. Cause I bought it. I'm not going <laughs> to throw it away. So do you have a favorite yeah. flavor, Andrew? Because lime. I think the lime, yeah, the lime is by far the best. Lime's so fucking Just good, hands dude. down. Yeah. And they give you the most of it. They know it's the best flavor. Yeah. yeah, it's like I they organized it. It goes lemon, grapefruit, lime, and I feel like I have to like peel my way through the grapefruit oh. to get to the goodness. I I just <laughs> I just get right to the lime. I don't give a just fuck right about those other flavors. Those other flavors are filler flavors. If they just had a package of lime, that's what I would buy. God, it's and good it, sparkling water. And it makes sense for what you're saying because the lime, like, I have to drink it slower because it kind of hits you. But the grapefruit, you can just like drink like juice. Oh uh, yeah. No, I'm, I, under, I never realized it before, but I understand now what you're saying. So follow-up on more Costco purchases is, and, and I really want to do this uh, TQT on this one, Tangent Quest tries and get your guys' perspective too, is because we didn't get to do the holiday pack for Bud Light because Jeff didn't end up coming out here to back to Colorado. But you, we do have a scheduled time for you to come back now. You are, we have, we will do an yep. in-person podcast. We have. On the books. It's, it's on the books. We will have an, another in-person podcast coming up. Um, Kirkland brand 
has released, to my knowledge, this week, because I have never seen it before, and I'm at Costco too often, their own sparkling, or I'm sorry, hard seltzer. And I bought some, and it's ass, it's asshole. It's the San Pellegrino of the Kirkland brand. And I, I, I was shocked. I was drinking the, the lime flavor is my favorite hard seltzer flavor. I was, I was like, why didn't you take your lime flavor, sparkling water, and put vodka in it? Why? Why have you betrayed me, Kirkland brand? And I was like, you know what? Maybe they fucked up lime, but they didn't fuck up the other flavors. Nope. All of them suck. Oh. The grapefruit is the only redeeming one because it actually tastes like a grapefruit. The other huh. ones taste like candy, and I'm like, ew. Like, I'm not trying to get drunk on candy. I'm trying to get drunk on, like, really dry bubble water that has booze <laughs> in it. And it's just crazy to me that, that that I was – I mean, I, like, drafted an email to Kirkland. I was like, rethink this. Rethink this. And I was like, you know what? Pull it back in. Let me try I'm – gonna, I'm going to try one more of each and see if I can reestablish my position. But the, the email's drafted, and I'm ready to send it. Because they gotta, I mean, they gotta rethink these things, and I really want your guys' opinions. So I'm gonna buy a case and save it in case they like withdraw it. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. gonna buy a case and save it for when Jeff comes to Colorado, and we'll all drink them together. So you seem fairly fanatical about the Kirkland brand. Anything? Are there other Kirkland brand things that that are a bar above for you? Like do they yeah. have bags of almonds where you're just like these almonds are the, the I nuttiest. Was- I won't say that they're like they have a ton of stuff that's like above average, but they're all the Kirkland brand stuff that I have tried is good. It's cheaper and it's good, and I'm like always shocked at the quality Kirkland brand. And this is why like I actually support the Kirkland brands. Like you guys really fucking nail it, and you <laughs> give it to me for cheap's, and you give me a lot of it, and I like that. Uh, they're just consistent. I, I would describe the Kirkland brand as the like the image of consistency. And, and when I see something has their stamp on it, I'm not afraid to buy it. And so they've done a very good job with that. Uh, I, I can't give you a really hard example of like another like Kirkland brand specifically branded product that I'm just like way off, like off the top of my head. Is they're like bagels, man. Oh, they're actually, yes. Their bagels, their bagels are, are really good. Their snacks are amazing. Their trail mix is like the most flawlessly executed trail mix. I didn't think you could execute trail mix like that. I was like, wow, you really got the ratios right. Half M&Ms, 25%. Honestly nuts. though, like yeah. you want you want a good healthy amount of M&Ms and they're like, yeah. "You know, we put them yeah. in there." Yeah. <laughs> Same thing. Yeah. Yeah, I could I mean, I uh, speaking of I feel like this section should be um like we should have Andrew's brand jerk off corner because I feel like every episode we have jerked like the last like five episodes we I, I, I give us a brand and we're like let's talk about how much we like it and I'm making the jerk off motion in case anyone at home is curious. Um I I I'm not that fanatical. I just it's it's fascinating to me as a you know, big business baby as Hayden would call me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I wanna hear about some extravagant purchases, god damn it. Oh man. Well, does does anyone else have any before I, I, I dear podcast listeners, I, I'm uncomfortable talking about the money that I spend for no reason at all. And Andrew's made it very clear that he's discussed his, and so we should all be team players and join the, the extravagant same. purchase I, corner. I, I I'm embarrassed about my extravagant purchases in a yeah. way that I don't want to air to the world. I don't know why Do that is. Like be. I'm ashamed of spending money. Do I'm ashamed be. of it. It's, you it's, both I, work I know very hard. 
okay? You deserve to spend some of your own fucking money on things you like. Specifically, what bugs me, you wanna know what bugs me about you two sometimes. T tell me what grinds your gears, Let Avery. me tell you yeah. what grinds my gears. It's cause you two, like there's a few, let me tell you, let me list these aspects and then we're going right into fucking, the air horns are going and we're going right into fucking extravagant purchase corner. You two work very fucking hard for your money. You're very conscious about finance and you both deserve, you're good people, you deserve to treat yourself. Okay, and fourth, you buy shit that's healthy. You don't go like, I buy tennis shoes that cost too much money. That's useless, that's a waste of capital. Like, there's no good reason for that. No one should spend any money on shoes, and I spend too much. You're saying much? you don't play tennis in all of your Yeezy shoes? That's correct, Hayden. I usually sit at home with them so they don't get dirty. It's, it's ridiculous. This is what I'm saying, that's a waste of fucking money. You guys buy stuff to better yourselves. And you're up, like, and you're self-conscious about it? Fuck no. All right. I give it to I me. should just be asking you, Andrew, what I should be purchasing. Because I remember at one time, I was I was watching Hulu shows. I was really into Hulu because Bob's Burger was on Hulu. And I watched that show all the time. But I was getting, like, my mind was going insane from the advertisements. And you were like, Jeff, it's like $4 a month to give her the advertisements. Just do it. And I did it. And my life is way better because of it. And it was the greatest decision I ever made with my money. I remember that conversation because i was in portland and i was pissed that we were watching commercials yeah yeah it Dude, sucked. i feel the same though uh i i've got a word for this have you ever heard penny wise pound foolish it's like when the little nitty you go to the store and you're like oh i must buy this other peanut butter because it's 12 cents cheaper yep. but then you go out and you're like but this twenty thousand dollar car makes me happy and it's a big enough <laughs> number i can't understand the differences so yeah there we go I had that today, actually, I, looping back to Costco, I picked a, I was buying one of their pre-made meals, and one of them was 12 cents cheaper, so I got that one. Nice. Because they do it by weight, you know? And I was like, oh! Yeah. <laughs> I always do that, and I'm never sure why. It's like, I I'm don't paying know either. per it's ounce, like, so it's like one cents. food. <laughs> but you still but pick it. I want the cheap one. I want the cheap chicken. Yeah, no, it's true. Out of control. Anyway, yeah, I made two extravagant purchases in one day, which I think is part of why I'm feeling of shame. I feel like one of them's more extravagant than the other, and it's not the one you think. So first of all, everybody this year is getting on board backcountry skiing because, I don't know, the lift lines are too long and nobody can go because of COVID and blah, blah, blah. So it's really hard to find freaking uh, backcountry gear. So I, I just searched the internet for two weeks and found a split board and dropped just a bunch of money getting all of the gear so that I can go backcountry snowboarding, which I'm really psyched about. And like, this is why I don't feel ashamed and I, why I almost don't call it extravagant because like, I went and did the rental. I made sure it's something I really like. Like, I think it's going to save me money over time because I'm just not going to buy a lift ticket ever again and just go back country. So that was that was good. But then I, this, this is going to sound really stupid, and I have, actually haven't, like, continually processed this, but I, in the back of my mind, have had a hankering to play the piano. And I, it's been, Ooh, like, two months now, and I'm just like, I kind of want to do piano stuff. And they have all these new ways that you can learn the piano doing software. And this is going to sound really stupid, but it's it's like more, it's like Guitar Hero-esque, where you, they'll give you a song, and they'll either I've give seen. you sheet music, or they can give you a different thing, and you'll play through the song, and they'll tell you, like, how off you were, and, like, how good of a job you did, and they, like, gamify playing the piano. Mm. So I dropped some money buying a new, um, what's called a MIDI controller piano, so it doesn't actually, like, it won't do anything at all unless it's plugged into a computer, and you plug it into a computer, and then you can, like, output sound and use these apps and stuff. So I'm going to... Get a piano. Nice. Have no it's, idea if I'm gonna like it, but I love I, it. But that's cool. See, I think it's important. Another thing, I, I, I like. 
if you're in a financial position to do these things, I always encourage people to, it's, it's always worth money in my mind to explore new things. Yeah. It, if you can afford it, let me make that very clear. It, I think it's important to expound, expand your skill set, try new stuff. It's good for your brain. And if you hate it, sell it. Most of the shit you buy, you can sell. You know? That's a really good point. Yeah. 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 Fucking yeah, sell. Totally. You might take a bit of a haircut on it, but guess what? You got to try something new. Great. Yeah. Now you know you don't like it. There, yeah. There's a bit of just this year that seems like an extravagant purchase corner year where everyone's just a bit closed in. They can't quite do the activities they normally do. So they're like, you know what? I'm going to buy a thing and I'm going to yeah. use my time on this thing. It's going to be great. It's like buying free weights right now is impossible. You can't oh. find free weights anywhere yeah. because everybody's like, yes, I'm having a home gym now. And like, yeah. that's awesome. But We were so yeah. lucky we bought ours before COVID. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was like one of the biggest. We bought a, a bench and free weights before oh. COVID for our home yeah. gym. That was wildly out of control lucky. And, and like, I don't I know if Peloton. I, the Peloton. That took three yeah. months to get to me. I bet they're, that company is just rolling in money right now. Like, that's the perfect COVID thing. Yes, it's they, have, they fucking nailed COVID. Home cardio device. Yeah. Perfect. Oh, God, dude. It's, it's fucking yes. And to loop back to that, I, I, I added with an at on Twitter. I added Peloton for our last episode. No response yet. But I feel like they read it. <laughs> Shocking. You know? they'll, get, they'll get back to me about the sponsorship. I mean... I, I remember writing the description for that uh, episode, and I believe I mentioned Peloton erotic fan fiction. So I feel like hopefully they into get that. to that part. Yeah, I hope so too. God, I hope so. God, I hope so. <laughs> okay, great oh, extravagant purchase, Jeff. Hayden, did you have Thank one you. too? Well, I, I, it was like the same purchase. I also bought a split board recently, and then and then through that, Jeff also got his split board. So uh, we're. We're making the same big boy extravagant purchases, I and it was so hard. Out. Every well, oh. everything online was just scooped. Like I you yeah, know, usually I it. always buy something online on Craigslist, and I looked for so long in Facebook Marketplace, and the things I found were either just hideously overpriced or got swooped right away, and it was insane. I I ended up just buying like a full price board that then I'm taking out in a uh, really new ski country with rocks poking out everywhere and i <laughs> but i i hardly ever do that i hardly ever buy something that's like really nice and new right away and there's there's a kind of glory to it when you're oh, first yeah. getting into something and you get the best stuff right off the bat and you're just like you get to geek out over all the gear i love oh, i just love searching for stuff like i did so much research on Ooh, what i wanted research and like, oh, i love it oh, oh, yeah the research phase is I the research phase is the reason I'm into my car is because I will research <laughs> yeah. the ever loving fuck out of all the things I can do with my car. Honestly, it's a it's like a bigger endorphin rush for me sometimes than actually buying the thing. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, dude. Uh, I call back extravagant purchase corner earlier this summer. I got a mountain bike, a nice mountain bike for the first time. And I uh, do. You, do you guys know Eric? Eric? Yeah, Schiller? from from yeah, Rocky from high school. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Eric lives in Texas right now, but he is a huge mountain biker, and he knows all about it, knows all the parts, and I don't know anything. So uh, Trevor convinced me to just let Eric find me a mountain bike online because he does the same thing. He does. He also has many nice mountain bikes, but he just gets off on like researching the mountain bikes themselves. So he's oh, like yeah. scooping all these deals, and you know he knows which which parts are the best and which you know. Uh, the shocks are above par on other shocks and that kind of thing. And bike people he just do. like found me the perfect mountain bike that then I just was like, 
You got it. I'll pay for it. It was a nice ride. That was the one I rode on Halloween. It was very nice. Very nice. Well, and that's very like squishy. the same thing you did for your sister, Andrew, where she's like, I want a new computer. And you're like, just get these parts. And you like do the research and like yeah, put it well, all together oh, for them. Dude, I, yeah. dude, when anyone like asks me, they're like, hey, I'm trying to buy this piece of expensive technology. I'm like, my pants are already down. Like, <laughs> it, it's, I fucking love <laughs> tech research, dude. I also, uh, I, so I, I recently bought a bike as well. Um, but I, I did the same thing. One of my, uh, and actually one of our committed listeners, uh, Tessa, she's written us an email or two. She's a massive cyclist and she's like way, way, way into bikes. And I'm not, uh, (laughs) I like biking a lot, but you know, I don't even know where to begin. There's so much shit that goes into bikes. I'm like, I don't even know what the fuck is going on. And so I just put her, I, I texted her. I was like, Hey, I'm trying to buy a bike. She's like, where, which kind, where, what, what do you want? What do you want? And I was like, perfect. Let me tell you what I want. Have fun. And, and then I, yeah, I ended up buying a bike from a, a company that she recommended. So bike people are crazy. That's yeah. Bike like, people are really crazy. They're not. Nice. Like, bikes actually do increase your performance. Like in a lot yeah. of things, you know, you can buy a $300 pair of shoes and a $50 pair of shoes. And it's, it's really the runner who's making the time difference between those two, you know, in, yeah. in, in performance standards, but like a bike, it, the more you pay for a good bike, probably with diminishing return, but the faster you'll go. Like, yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. Yes. And that's why bikers like, yeah, oh. a lot of them have like four different bikes and all the parts are like fucking expensive and they upgrade every year. And it's, I remember yeah. I was when asking at first having the conversation, I was like, well, you know, I'm gonna be like, I'm just getting into biking. I kind of want to keep like, just get a beginner bike. And I was like, she, she asked me what's my budget. And I was like, you know, beginner stuff. Like I don't, I won't know the difference between the nice and the, the shitty. Just give me something that I can bike around. I just want to enjoy being outside and be on a bike. And she's like, okay, so like $1,500. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the shit kind of beginner fucking shit are you looking into? $1,500? Like, There's not even gears on there. Yeah. <laughs> she's, she's got a high beginner budget on a bike, I'd say. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't She might have been messing with me a little bit, but mm. nonetheless, I, it, like they like in, like in these bike people's brains, they're like, if I'm not blowing five grand, it's a piece of shit. It's a shit bike. I'm like, you can my buy a used car for that. My bike's not more expensive than my car. I don't know what I'm doing out here. I, there's yeah. so, like, the amount of people that I've seen now that I've done some research on bikes who have their, like, you know, 1990 Honda Accord, but then they have their $6,000 bicycle on top of it. I'm like, hmm. Okay. I mean, it's priorities. So it's all about priorities, but That's such I'm a just, Colorado like, always move. shocked. That's yes, awesome. it's a very Colorado thing. Boulder area is the best place to buy a bike because oh, yeah. there's oh, so yeah. many people with money and outdoor activity budgets. And they're yeah. just getting rid of their bikes because they need like garage space or something. They're yeah. like, just take it. Get it out of yeah, here. Yeah, they're like, well, this is God. my 17th bike, so I guess I just don't have room for it. It's like, what, dude? Yeah. When I got my road bike in college, like it was it was like an over $2,000 bike that I got for 700 bucks because the guy was oh, like, yeah, I haven't yeah. ridden it in a couple of years. I'm like, awesome. Cool. Yeah, awesome. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta love Boulder. Gotta love I, I love rich people who have no consequences for their expenditures. It's oh god, <laughs> fuck yeah. Boulder's just like a giant, uh, like Goodwill. Like the amount of like cheap stuff that you can buy used there. Ooh, oh, it's the so Boulder great. Goodwill, dude. Speaking <laughs> of the literal Goodwill, that's a good Goodwill. Like the clothes yeah. there are um, the brands you find in the Boulder Goodwill. I'm like, why did you throw this away? It's like a hundred dollar shirt for like pennies. It's great. I've gotten. Yeah. I bought and I purchased several 
things from the Boulder Goodwills and Arcs. There, there's some good shit that rolls through there. You don't want you want to go during the right seasons though. You don't want to go during college move out because all the college students just literally put like garbage cans full of garbage at the Goodwill. Yeah. Uh, oh, you guys want to know the best Goodwill in Colorado? You want to get hit by this shit? Aspen. Is it not Boulder? No. Oh, it's Cherry Creek in Denver. That oh is... yeah. Wow. You I know what people it. will do instead of returning clothes that they bought at the Cherry Street uh, Cherry Creek Mall? They'll just dump them at the Goodwill. Yeah. Because it's closer to their house sometimes. It's nuts. <laughs> I've like literally bought brand new designer like J like I bought like a set of J Crew basics from there with the tags on still. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Who did this? Like who oh, did Cherry this? Creek. Where are they? <laughs> it's this like, is crazy. Uh, if you're ever looking for furniture, you can look at like the Aspen area. As long as you can come pick it up, rich people in the mansions are just like, yeah, it's, I bought this table for probably like 10 grand, but you know, just take it. We oh, did that baby. in college for one of our friends. They had a pool table in their basement. Well, they eventually got a pool table. In. The deal was full size pool table. You come pick it up. It's yours for free. It took us three cars and like eight of us to get all the parts into like, we had to disassemble it, put all the parts in these trucks and then get it to Boulder. It was the sketchiest thing I've ever done. And then eight of us had to, because it's like a slate of granite. So like yeah. Eight of us had to like lift it and get it into the basement. It was wild. It was so Damn. sick to have it, though, because it also doubled as a ping pong table. Very cool. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm picturing crazy. Trevor listening to this in his uh, high-end high end pool mind and being like, ping pong, such a nice I pool table. On top of the table? Yeah, I can't imagine. Oh, boy. Well, do we have any other good corners? Or should we jump into what we've been listening to? Hayden, you want to go first? Yeah, sure. Uh, I, instead of just binging one podcast in, in stints, I've, I've been kind of popping around, popping around the podcast feed. We, we've done so many now. I've been popping in and out, trying a bunch of different podcasts all over the place. Um, not a lot that I want to dive into right now, but I did listen to two Freakonomics ones that made me think of Andrew because it was a two-part series on does advertising actually work? And oh. they ended with, no, not really. Yeah. It's really hard to prove advertising works. Most of the studies are like, we did this big advertising campaign in Christmas and people bought more of our stuff around Christmas. Proven. <laughs> so like the causation is like, is really actually hard to prove I, for advertising. You, I don't know. I thought it was great. And you're like, fascinating. Studying. You need to send that to me. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. really curious about that because, you know, advertising, well, to, to be clear, are we talking about, like, B2C or business-to-consumer advertising? I, I believe so. What are the alternatives? What other, and, what other type of advertising? Well, there's, there? like, well, I'm saying, like, we're just talking, like, generic, like, advertising products, like, in through, like, traditional channels, right? Yeah, they had, like, a TV part and then a digital part. Okay, that's what I expected. Okay, so I just want to make it clear, that's not what marketing is. Marketing involves advertising, but I am studying marketing, not advertising. Just oh, so. interesting. Yes. Fair enough. Yeah. Just so we're clear. Just so well, we're good, because apparently advertising doesn't work. Well, right. This is so okay. That's why I was worried you're good. I, th- I like because we've ha- I've I was worried you're about to be like marketing's fake. I was gonna be like, no, it's not. But it's <laughs> wait. Now I have to know the difference because I'm confused. Okay, and so I want, I want a very prime example here. Okay, right? so I, the... and I recognize that because you as a as a consumer, you kind of live in this world of like you know you're getting advertised to and that's what you think marketing is because that is the main tactic for most um most of business to consumer businesses they utilize advertising as their main way to communicate with their audience to get their product in the world to get information in the world right um it's changed in a lot of recent times but advertising is essentially just 
how like is it's like literally exactly what you think it's an advertisement it's like showing your product giving some messaging putting it on a billboard putting it through putting it through a specific marketing channel this is the big difference marketing is essentially i mean like as simple as it gets is like marketing is how we like position our product right how we create our product what our product is in the market how our product lives in the market how we choose to like develop new products like marketing does all that stuff it's not just creating an advertisement marketing of the most popular form of marketing for b2c is advertising so that's probably like this is why a lot of people get this like they're synonymous for people right yeah i get you though but But marketing what products you want to build for different markets and yeah that's all brand marketing. Yeah, yeah, brand management. Yeah, there's like marketing has a lot of components to it. And there's a lot of things like like what I do is product marketing, right? So I work on like what should our product do to get the most sales, like right, like what features do we need to do? Like I do a lot of feature analysis and benefit analysis and you know market assessment. Like what do people actually want? Like how what demand exists in the world, right? And what are people actually willing to pay for versus what they say they want? It? You know that's what the marketing I do is, and I haven't like I don't do any advertising, right? Like I haven't. Like it's important. You need to have like imagery and advertising and stuff in the world because you need that brand recognition and all that stuff. But that that's like I guess a very unclear difference. Is, does that make more sense? I guess no. It makes a ton of okay. sense. Yeah, I mean, totally. And, yeah. and these podcasts were basically saying like people spend way too much on the advertising. Yes, like, and we actually did study that too in my MBA. Is like people are like pulling out cash from a lot of traditional advertising shows because like there's no proof this works. Like, and there's no ROI model that makes sense. And like, so a lot of people are starting to um, pull out, especially on the digital front. Like, uh, um, for example, one of the biggest fronts that came in is coming and going is the influencers uh, marketing model. Like companies were dumping billions into influencers. <laughs> and now a bunch of these conglomerates are like, uh, we have literally no evidence that you've made us any money. That's true. And so a lot of people are pulling out of influencers. Yeah, it's crazy. Cause there's just no way to tell. Dude, this is just like a consulting pitch thing because you come in with all these hot sounding ideas and then like there's no ROI model to back it up and companies just give so much money without that. It astounds me. Yeah, like aren't like 50% of movie budgets just for advertising? I don't don't know off the top of my head. It wouldn't surprise me with modern times because there's so many movies and media out. There's so many ways to get entertainment nowadays that wouldn't surprise me. Whoa. Okay. Because how many movies have come out and you're like, I've never heard of that, and that came out a year ago? Like, what? That's crazy. You know? It's just so funny though that like, I mean, maybe that's how Netflix makes a bunch of money because they just don't advertise. They're just like, look, there's a movie, you can see it on the thing. So like, bam, <laughs> yeah, all of our money went is into their that platform. Yeah. Yeah. Well, exactly. Just get to put it up front. They're they're yeah exactly they're their own advertisement. It's exactly why HBO is no longer going to theaters with the movies they produce because like it's not worth it. That's We're so not going to really. advertise. We're just going to put it on HBO. You're paying for yeah. it already. Remember when Disney Plus was like, we're going to do that, but also the movie cost $40. Is that what they did? They did that with Mulan. They were like, we're going to release it on Disney Plus. Also, it'll that'll be $40. Holy fuck. <laughs> it's Jesus fucking Christ. crazy. I got one more point. Sorry. Uh, at the end of all my podcast listening, I realized I hadn't listened to enough J-Train, so I was listening to it on 1.5 speed. Oh, it's my like God. A whole different experience. Yeah. Like, I've never tried that before. I've never tried listening to podcasts quick One like that. Point it is five? something else. Yeah. I don't think it works for comedy podcasts. I don't either. It, it It's great for I, like anything. Maybe. Like Freakonomics, I could put it one and a half and like, yeah. that'd be cool. But yeah. Well, it, it was an odd experience. I, okay. I'm not sure <laughs> I enjoyed it. But 
that they talk so much in that it kind of like uh it got through a lot of the, the talking and to the good bits i guess Fair Aren't enough. all podcasts just talking? What do you mean? Yeah, that's a good point, yeah, Jeff. That's... I didn't really think <laughs> about confused. that sentence. Okay, yeah. he talks so much, at least in the few I listened to, he talks so much not about the relationship problems, which I found the interesting part of the J-Train. We're skipping ahead, but um, yeah. it, it breezed through a lot of that. Okay, I got mm. you. Get through the intros. Get to the goods. Got it. The, get to the goods. As Nikki would say, get, get to, to the, the goods. Get to the goods. <laughs> Gotta get to the goods. Get to the goods. J-Train, this is something I was going to talk to you guys. I'm going to save it, but get to the goods was going to be something i brought up anyway jeff you yeah. want to go yeah uh not a lot of podcasts for me this week uh listen to a little more resolution revolutionary history revolutionist Re- revisionist history, history? Revisionist. revisionist jesus christ thank you that podcast we just talked about last week um have been watching even more bro life science i'm like coming close to have watching every bro life science video so much content they, they get so good there's this one i just watched that i think is my new favorite one where he's just doing a video about how to make a cut off t-shirt <laughs> like you know like where you cut out the sleeves and you cut off the neck and stuff <laughs> and it's the funniest fucking thing it's like it's like a craft video meets a bro <laughs> and I he's like complaining <laughs> this is back when youtube started demonetizing stuff for not being advertisable and so he's complaining about that the whole time and then just like makes as many penis jokes as he can <laughs> to like really put his point in oh you should send was... that you definitely need to show us that one i haven't seen yeah. that one yeah uh, agreed. it's so good i i was almost in tears over that one that's so great so that's really yeah that's one. it for me lots of debauchery i feel uh very immature watching those Fuck videos that, but jesus dude. christ I, they're great i don't i've watch what you love man yeah you know how many yeah, hours yeah. of mre videos i've watched now <laughs> i have not stopped i've yeah. watched a lot of hours of that fucker he's really no. fun and i will not be ashamed for it <laughs> just double down double down and watch double it. down jeff yeah. baby it's all good watch what brings you joy no i'm, I'm totally it. on board just, life sucks okay <laughs> life fucking blows and if you find something that brings you that much happiness fucking do it don't do meth you know don't do like i'm like <laughs> I'm trying to <laughs> gotta draw the line somewhere. Well, yeah, I mean, like, don't do stuff that'll hurt you. But like, I mean, like, watching some YouTube videos, fuck yeah, watch them. Pull your dick out, or not for the YouTube. You know, I'm like, I'm not in public. <laughs> I'm really losing myself over here. I'm just saying, do things that make you happy that don't hurt yourself or others. Okay, that's all I want. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. What about you, Andrew? What you been doing? Okay, so um, I got a hot, hot, sexy Andrew's music corner over here. Uh, my good friend Al and not a, our listener because he's a, not a good friend I guess uh, he as I've talked about Al before jazz musician has a great repertoire of music he reminded me of a uh, this artist named Englewood who I uh, I had forgotten about and I listened to a long time ago and Englewood has a lot of amazing jazzy music very modern jazz music and he's, he has fabulous albums and they're awesome he has one song in particular that he featured young gravy on have you guys heard of young gravy young gravy yeah, is the is the man hold on let me i'm sure i will come up with a, a song that you guys uh young gravy has a song called mr clean where the chorus is literally mr clean mr clean like and that's like it um and his voice is like iconic anyway he has a song with young gravy and the song is called steve harvey and the whole song is is young gravy explaining a game show that he would put together and you're selling it i love it well i I feel like you guys are not buying into how good this song is 
right? Like, like I said, I think I've explained this on podcasts before, but when I'm working and I've had a lot of work to do recently, um, just some nice peppy jazz music really keeps me in the mood, keeps me moving. And Englewood is full of that. But if you want to listen to the song where it features Young Gravy, that's on uh, the album. <laughs> Edit me to sound smart. Album Hotel Wood. All right. <laughs> so that's what I've been listening to. I'm trying to think if I've done anything else with myself this week. Kept watching The Queen's Gambit. You know, it's it's fine. What I, Did we we talked about this last week. Yeah, right? I know, but like I yeah, still okay. I was like I'm like I'm gonna figure out why everyone's dicks are on the table. I'm gonna figure it out. Not there not. yet. Have not. All no, right. Nothing. Got nothing for you. Maybe it's not for you. I have a friend that watched that, and now he's like really into chess, and he plays online every night until like 3 a.m. and he's got chess books. Oh, really? Man. Uh, yeah. Dude, if anything, that show made me realize that I would never want to be good at chess. It did the opposite. Oh, really? I think being good at chess sounds fun. I think being really, really good sounds not fun because then That's it gets fair. to that point where you're just memorizing. It's like forms an obsessive algorithm. It's a new yeah. game. You know what I mean? And that that part sounds mind-numbing to me a little bit. I got you. That's fair. But yeah, I, I do like the, the the strategy to normal people, good levels. Yes. Totally, hundred percent. The show's fine. It's. I mean, I'm gonna keep watching it, but it's fine. That that's my conclusion thus far. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> okay, that's it. Yeah, you get. Did you have something you want to tell us before we jump into J Train? Oh, okay, so J Train. I I why, one of the reasons I chose this is as the listeners know, I'm a single man, and uh, I I stopped listening to J Train when I got in a relationship because I don't know, it just didn't seem like as relevant to me for some reason. But I really wish I wouldn't have because I uh, I think it's relevant for anyone now that I've re-listened. But anyway, I wanted to know like what you guys were going to think of that as people uh, with the mind, the scope of two people in very long-term relationships, one person specifically in a guaranteed long relationship. Uh, so anyway, go ahead, Jeff. Yeah. All right. So yeah, this week we listen to the J Train podcast. The J Train podcast is hosted by comedian Jarek Freed. And great comedian guests as they read listener emails and answer questions about everything from hooking up and dating apps to relationships and post-grad problems every Monday and Thursday. So yeah, it's a, it's a podcast with a bunch of comedians. They come online, they get emails about like people looking for relationship advice, and they, they answer it. And this guy puts out a shit ton of episodes. Like, for if you go be oh, a premium member, he does an episode a day, I think. Yeah. Which is mind-blowing, but yeah. It is clearly his think? full-time job. Yeah. And as, a, as like a comedian, he's like, he talked about how he's trying to be a stand-up comedian, and this is kind of part of his way of moving up into that. It seems like a good way to do it. He's like meeting other comedians and doing this this whole shindig. Yeah. Comedy is, uh, you know, comedy is a community. That's for sure. So yeah. it's, yeah, it's interesting that, um, I always thought he was a comedian before he started. Maybe he was just like not that great of a comedian. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, yeah, maybe he's like he wants to be a maybe he wants to be a professional comedian. And right yeah. now he's like just doing a little bit of stand up and stuff. Yeah. Well, I I introduced this podcast and I am historically bad at choosing podcasts apparently for everyone to love. So give me your guys's takes. What you guys never listened? I've listened to many, 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 many episodes of the J Train podcast. It was like my go to podcast for a hot second. So I got, I got a lot of opinions on it, but Hayden, do you want to start out? Or you want oh, me to man. give you now the I'm, forecast? I already know the curious. intro is a problem. I already know the intro is a problem. Uh, let me. If we what, listen what, to what part of the intro? What are you What are you talking about? I know that you will both have issues with the entirety of his intros. They're long. One of them had too many sound effects. <laughs> oh, that entire. <laughs> right. Just Apparently to get into that, that real quick, we we listen to like 
we picked like three or four of them. I listened to a bunch of them just because they're pretty easy to chew on. And one of them just had a guest on who just like was wreaking havoc on the podcast. Like That's every 30 seconds. No, no, no. This was a guest, right? That no, is Shelby? his producer. Shelby, though. that's his producer. The guy oh with my all the gosh. sound effects. Because yeah. he Jesus about Christ. He Take that board away from him. Way more, apparently. Right? Yes. I remember yeah. in the early episodes, Shelby would be on the on the soundboard like at crazy times. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck, dude? We're talking about whether or not to get an abortion. You just use sound effects? Like, it's crazy. Oh, you're right. The classic Shelby. I couldn't stand that one. I, I knew it. I don't I even think it. I finished I was listening that one. To that. I was like, this is not going to go well. I hope this is not the first episode for this. It's not even like he used like short sound effects. They were like five to ten second long sound effects. <laughs> he would just randomly play. I was like, what are you doing? Continuously. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Or at least, you know, we have some tasteful air horn, I would say. But but yeah, not at these it levels. Is, it is air horn with a massive amount of sarcasm. All right. So now I want to get into it because I feel like I've said a lot. But. The, the like, I really wanted to like this podcast, first of all, because the last one that you gave us, I feel like I didn't like, and I felt like I disappointed you. So I was like, this oh, one, no. <laughs> this one I'm going to, I really wanted to like it. And so I listened to the first couple, and I was like, the you know, it's 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 really easy listening. They, they do relationship advice and whatnot. And uh, it was fine, but it wasn't, it wasn't giving me any chuckles. I wasn't laughing, and I thought that the advice was really shitty <laughs> but that's fine i don't think it's a podcast meant for this to be like good relationship advice no he, but, he uh, will specifically say he's like i have no qualifications yeah. to tell you what to do other God, than i've was, read a lot of emails you know the, there's one specifically i don't remember what the email was but it was something pretty simple and the the guest on was just like that guy's a narcissist that guy's got four other girls on the line and i was like you don't know that like that's so that's so vicious yeah. but anyway I'll tell you, I went, I was like, all right, maybe, maybe it's because it's COVID times, like maybe things have changed. And I went back to like some 2017 episodes and started listening and there's really funny and it's like a totally different guy. He, uh-huh. I don't know if he got bought or like he's, he was told by people to calm down or something like that. But I thought his older episodes were really funny, but his newer episodes were, were not for me. And the guy like needs to be a radio show host because his voice just makes me think I'm listening to radio. Yes, and that's, I don't think I would agree with thing. that. Yeah, yeah, agreed. All right, that's okay. all. I'm, I'm put, I put it all on the table. What do you think? Let me. Well, let me. Let me give you some oh, qualms yeah. on that. Rebuttal. Just as, so, uh, not a rebuttal. I had a very similar reaction to you as I was like, I remember this podcast being a lot better, and I actually went back oh. and found a few episodes that I listened to in the past. And I was like, Yep, yep, I remember this one, and this is like really way more fun. I think COVID plays a big role. They used to be in the studio and like. Yeah. I don't know. Dating is more interesting when you don't have to wear a mask and do social distancing and have places to go and things to do and things to see. One of the things that kind of bugged me about these episodes was it was a lot of like, you know, this person liked four of my pictures roughly at 635 p.m. What does that mean? And they'd be like, hmm, you know, at 705, that's like kind of a good time to like them. Like they, they they did this crazy analysis on interacting on social media. I was like, Jesus Christ. Have what have people thought about me <laughs> when I've gone and liked their stuff? Dude, I had the exact same like, thought. I was like, dude, I just like like stuff. And I look at stories and I like why is that such a yeah. big deal? They were talking about like this person watched my Instagram story. Like, should I care? I was like, I didn't even know people could tell if you watched their yeah. Instagram stories. I'm like, I, know. I I just like what would I yeah. yeah also like, why do you care? So like I why you, do you I care? do with Instagram stories, I fucking tap through them. 
So it yeah. looks like I've watched all of them, but guess what? I've seen literally nothing because I'm trying to get to something that I actually want to look at and yours just happens to be in the way. Yeah, that, that was a huge part of my feedback on this where I just felt like an old man who, who was really out of the loop because they kept doing this thing like, well, he broke up with me, but then he keeps watching my Snapchat stories. So I think he's trying to send me a signal. I'm like, <laughs> what signal would I send if I was in the dating world where I just don't check social media ever? They're like, he's ignoring me because he's trying to hate me. Dude, I think this show really struggles during COVID because people are yeah. way yeah, overanalyzing social media. And Jared, rightfully so, the J train, he is like feeding into that because he needs content. Yeah. And I think, to be fair, I think there is some validity to how people use social media to interact with people they want to specifically like be with sure. um those people are often under the age of like you know 20 i think maybe not maybe i'm wrong i don't know but i just feel like everyone who i've talked to right. who's our age i'm like and i talked to a few people after listening to these episodes because i wanted some perspective i didn't want to talk to you guys because you know the content of this and i was like do you how do you feel? like when people like your shit on this like do you think in, do you look into it do you kind of like see and like the guys that talk to like no i just fucking like stuff if i like it you know, there's no agenda. It's just like, uh, that's what you fucking do. I'm like, okay, great. And then the girls I talked to like, no, if dudes are like interested, they'll DM, they'll find a reason to DM me, you know? And then we're actually like talking as opposed to like this crazy, like, well, they liked like six of my posts and then they saw four of my stories. It's like, dude. Yeah. Window tapping. Is yeah. What window tapping it. was a great yeah. fucking term. It's a really though. good And phrase, that is a yeah. thing. That is totally <laughs> yeah. a thing. That was the one thing I was like, yeah, that's a thing. Cause I've seen to, like. To define it, that would be window tapping would be trying to send a subtle signal that you're interested by liking all their stuff, but never openly. Yeah. They're like, Hey, I'm over here. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's like tapping. They're like, Hey, you single? What you doing in there? (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So it's like, but it's like, I've, I've never had it happen to me, but I've had people tell me like, Oh yeah. I've like, if I, a new guy follows me on Instagram, they'll go like, like my most recent, like 16 posts. And it's just like weird. Weird. Yeah. Go look. I go look. When I follow people, I'm like, let's go through this whole bitch. You know, like, what have you been up to? <laughs> but uh, never liking. I feel like that's like a, there's a window for like it. Now we're doing what they do in the reverse manner. I'm like, if I see it in my feed, <laughs> I'll like it. But I'm not going to go to like 2016 and be like, damn, nice pick. <laughs> Double tap really, that bitch. I really like the idea of messing with somebody, though, by going back to like their 2014 pictures and just liking all of them in a row, like within an hour, just like everything if you want to fuck with somebody. But that sounded like a that's like a bitch Bible bit right there. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I've only one time heard done that. And it was like one of my NBA colleagues. They're talking about how it was like really weird that someone accident definitely accidentally liked something from their like Instagram is uh, from like 2015 on their Instagram. And so I overheard it. And I went and then I went and liked something on their Instagram from the same period <laughs> just to fuck with them. But nice. that's, I mean, that's like literally just to fuck with people. Yeah. So anyway, I think a lot of people are really looking to in social media, but I just, I, I thought I was just doing a quick interjection. Hayden, please tell yeah. us your roundabout thoughts. I, I would call this a, a popcorn podcast. It's not going to fill me up. It doesn't have a lot of substance, but it's entertaining. I, I kind of have a few and I want some more. I, I like the, uh, I did like the the relationship drama bits. I thought there was there was some fun fun pieces in there. Very reality you know. TV esque, isn't it? Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, this is like exactly that. This is the Jersey Shore of podcasts. I was going to call it the reality. I, I I was going to use this in my final thoughts. I probably still will. I was going to call it the reality TV of podcasts, and I need it sometimes. I just need garbage, <laughs> and I fucking yeah. love it. 
you know? I mean, it's it's not going to fill up any intellectual space at all. Oh, but it fuck is, no. It is, yeah, it's, it's I, a I lot chose, of entertaining banter. Yes. I chose this to take a incredibly hard pivot from revisionist history. <laughs> I think Malcolm it. Gladwell would actually turn on to cancel the rest of revisionist history if he heard the j train podcast <laughs> well i think both of those are good you know you can read yeah, really serious joking, books and yeah. you could read corny fantasy books you know well the, there's space for both of those and enjoying them both in, in this different ways yeah absolutely and that's important i think it's cool to have you know multiple avenues to pursue content from did you yeah. did you have any uh relationship drama bits we could we could talk through i'd want to god grab an opinion uh, like in my own life? No, no. Or... I mean, like of this podcast. Let me give you an example. Like, <clears throat> yes, please. one of the ones I listened to. Uh, the girl was talking about that she messed up because she had, she was going home with this guy for the first time and she really liked him. And uh, she saw through the window of his house there was another guy and she's like, "Who's that?" And he's like, "Oh, that's my brother. We live together." And she's like, "Oh no, I dated him this summer." And it was like the awkwardness there. And they were talking about, um, would you date someone your brother had already dated? Had already hooked up with. You know, could you stand have, that? God, I don't have a brother, so this is so hard for me to. Neither do I. I, yeah, I kind of well, just think about it. Like, would you date someone that Hayden and I had dated? That's yeah. that's where I took it. I'm like, what yeah. if my oh, okay. best friends yeah. had already, you know, hooked up I, with this I, I, person? I wouldn't do it like the day you guys broke up. But if like there was a connection and it made sense, like, and you guys were clearly over each other, yes, there's like a respectful way to do that. Oh, I, I would never. Oh, nope. really? Dude, it's nope. like I, I wouldn't want to let me explain this Jeff because I, I'm interested to hear your take but my thing is if two people want to be together and I don't give a fuck like I don't like that girl for example in this case and I don't like that girl anymore get together great be happy I don't like you there's a reason we're not together <laughs> uh, go, see, good luck to you two but I'm not involved I don't care that's a little different I, I would love it if my ex dated one of my other friends or something like that not love it but I wouldn't care at all sure yeah. I'm totally fine with that at a lot of levels. I, you know, I'm like, great, you're happy. This is awesome. We, we got along at one point. You're still in my life. This is all good. But from the other direction, I would never feel comfortable dating a person that Jeff had hooked up with or dated for a period of time. I don't know Even why. Maybe Those are the exact weird. same things. No, what? no, no. It's oh, the other direction. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, the, the other, other direction. direction. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I would, maybe I'm not a big enough of a man. Hmm. Some part of it would always bug me, I think. Dude, I'm saying I totally agree. 100%. Oh, I, I don't think I'd care, honestly. Huh? I don't think I would. I, I really, I, I, I can't think of a reason why I would. There's some part well, of my you're brain a better that's person. like, no, it's not, I don't <laughs> think it's a better person thing. I just think it's like, hmm, I don't, don't qualify like that because I think that's a fair emotional response. I just, I don't know why I don't care. It just doesn't bug me. Again, it's one of those things. Like as long as we're all cool, you know, we're all good with it. Yeah. It, yeah. It, I don't see. Well, that's what, that's the way I'd like to be in my mind. I just don't believe that. My my animal self could actually deal with that. Well, I mean, but if you're like over the person, like way over the person, you don't think you'd just be like, I don't give a shit what you do. You, you'd like really think like you'd be like, well, you know, I had a penis in you once. Like, <laughs> geez, I mean, it, it was there. Like, we can't take it out. You know, it's like, I, I don't know. I just I just don't. Maybe I just don't care. I think that's maybe if thing. it was like years and years later. But I think there's mm -hmm. some part of your mind that like when your friend starts dating a girl, my mind's like that girl is like, I don't know. She's I I I don't look at her as as the I don't know the right word here. Like there's no part of me that looks at that as a girl that I could date from that point on. It's yeah, just like a, become, it's just a switch they turns off. asexual to me in a sense. Yeah, that's a good way to put this it. Great scene in Scrubs where uh, 
uh, this is a callback to a show that not many people have seen maybe, but uh, where, okay, I'll just, I'll, I'll phrase it like this. Well, in Scrubs, the, there's two friends and they're great friends and one of them starts dating another girl and then they pivot to how Turk, one, his friend, sees her now and she's just like hideous. She's yeah, she's like a walrus <laughs> she's got, or like, whatever. pit hair and boils. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly that's what it is. But that's how it is. Yeah. I, I immediately switch into if my friend has seriously dated this person or like even likes them, I, I switch into that, well, they don't exist for me as a sexual being anymore. Andrew, have you ever dated one of your friend's exes? No, I haven't liked very many of my friend's exes, so. <laughs> there you go. Right. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I'm trying to think if I have, like actually have. I don't think so. I remember no. when one of my friends dated one of my exes, and it was, and actually it was fine for me, but it was awful for him. And I don't think it's actually what broke them up, but like it didn't work out. They dated for like eight months, and he like couldn't get over it. That's which is interesting. exactly what I'd expect. Fine yeah. for so the, the guy the who's already been there. The, weird oh. for the guy who's new to it. I just don't yeah. think it would be weird for me. I just don't. It just it's it. No real estate is available in my head for that shit. Especially See, if I, I like really like the girl. I I'm like. I yeah I don't know. I remember being really happy for her, and at the time I was like, "Oh yeah, he's a cool guy." Like, yeah, that's fine. Do your thing. Oh, weird. Yeah. No. So that's why I think Hayden's saying like, it, "You're a better person for, because of it." Like, that guy was a bad person because he couldn't just get over it. It's like if he had gotten over it, they could have had a happy time. But he I, couldn't I get still over don't it. think it's quite fair to call them a bad person. It's just like a mental block. Like it doesn't mm. intrinsically like Hitler's a bad person. You know. <laughs> but all right. So th- here's why I'm calling it a bad person. It's like. He was like, well, you, so he was dating this girl, and he told that girl, like, you can't talk to Jeff anymore because you guys used Ooh, to date. okay, now That makes you a bad person. That's a, that's, yeah, 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 because he couldn't get over it. And that's, oh, yeah. that's, that's maybe a hyperbole. What if you just had, like, a back-end worry in your mind? Like, there's a, it speaks mm. to an amount of insecurity, I think. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like someone who's too insecure to be in a relationship at all. It sounds like they have some shit to work on before they go pursuing a relationship with anyone, let alone yeah. your friend, or your ex, sorry. Uh, yeah. Yeah, interesting question. I want to actually, ooh, great interaction point, boys. Uh, tangent.quest.podcast at gmail.com. Let us know your answer to this question. I'm curious. Hit me. No, I, th- I thought you were going to say, hit us up with your relationship. Oh, hit us up with some like, relationships. Oh, I would ooh, love to ooh, yeah, third person a... talk on someone's relationship. Yeah, problems. let's yes. fucking do it. If anyone's willing to do that. I mean, actually, okay, but hold the phone. You two are actually kind of in some ways qualified Late 20s, both in very committed relationships, long-term relationships that I would describe as overall successful. Um, I mean, you guys have found some sort of sauce for the for the late 20s relationship game. I feel like it's a lot of luck. A lot of luck. <laughs> I was going to say blind like, luck. Because <laughs> I was going to say, like, I met Courtney and I was just like, oh, yeah, like, this is perfect. Like, if I hadn't met you, then, you know, it was just kind of like once you meet the person, it's like, of hmm. course this is going to work. Interesting. So it was kind of like lucky that we met. There's know. no one-off uh, perfect solution to the question that's probably the most important in, in humankind, right? How to find a mating pair. Yeah. Like, I'm just trying to spread my seed. Well, if it helps. <laughs> I've, I've uh, at least on our Tinder, which is a great subreddit. That's a great sometimes, subreddit. It's a good I, subreddit. I, I, their, their main point of advice is uh, two-part. Part one, be attractive. Part mm-hmm. two, don't be unattractive. See, the part two is that's where all I you need. fucked, yeah. Hmm. Oh, Andrew, fuck you. you gotta, <laughs> it's a joke, Jeff. It's the same gotta, advice. Don't you have a new haircut over there? You're looking, I, I, you're looking I, good I, today. I have the fucking haircut. You're looking good. Thank you. Yeah, twirl you. that mustache a little bit more. I Dude, People it's too that. short. I cut the mustache. I, you notice I'm not touching it because I, I gave it the old... I'm looking. I, I am looking pretty clean cut over here. I was looking. I was, I was verging caveman, and I just cleaned it up a little bit. 
Yeah. You got it. During COVID, I do the three month cleanup. So every the three, three months, months it's clean like, every three months I look at myself <laughs> in the mirror. I'm like, holy fuck. <laughs> oh, no. What have we done, Andrew? Reset. Yeah, we better figure this shit out because this is not good. But uh, that, that was actually a good tangent of why I, I enjoyed this podcast. Uh, the, the relationship drama bits and those like weird situations, I think they're interesting. It's, it's good gossip. Yeah, they're so, entertaining for sure. Yeah. So the guy who turned me on to the J Train podcast was my former podcast host, Sam. You guys know Sam. Uh, mm-hmm. And... Sam and I, when we would hang out, we would talk about the, we would both listen to the same episodes of J Train Pocket, and we would just talk about like what we would have done or like what the, like the situation. Like it was like it's a great conversation starter. Like look how it did it for us, right? Because it's like, oh, have you ever had this happening? Like yeah, it was crazy and blah blah. Like it's just like that sort of shit is like so easy to community about, and I think that's why it's so popular. Yeah, and it's it's a uh, the only case study you need to decide that all relationship advice is completely subjective. Because from like episode to episode, the advice that they give is just so out of this world different, and it's just totally based on like, well, I was hurt by someone that did that, so fuck everybody that does anything like that, or like, or not, you know? Yes, I I remember listening in a sa- the same episode. He gave two people opposite advice, very similar situation. <laughs> I was like, this is crazy. So I mean, that's why he always he does reiterate. He's like, I have no qualifications for this. There is no reason you should ever listen to me. But you are welcome to try. If I, you know, if you write in, I will try my best. And that's what he does. Yeah. No, yeah. I don't think that's what makes it kind of a cool podcast. Is he's not like he's not like I'm the Doctor Phil of relationships. Like I'm gonna solve your problems. He's just like, yeah, we're just gonna talk about it. And we're gonna make jokes yep. and like. It's- you know, okay. Biggest you want to know my biggest qualm with this podcast? Mm. Ads. Yes. Oh my god. So there's a tobacco so ad. Why are there tobacco ads in podcasts? I don't know. Is that legal? So Yeah. So long, though. The yeah. length. The amount of times I have to hit the fucking skip button. Too yeah. many times. Well, and he has the same voice the whole time, so you can't just like, oh, go I know. in and it's like a different yeah. tone or a different just volume, right so you know it. and you can skip through it. No, it's the same. It's out of control. It's a bummer. It's yeah. out of control. But I will say, very small hiccup in an overall good yeah. podcast. And, and good for him. Get the money. If you're going to do podcasting, get paid. You know? Like... Peloton should be paying us. Just throwing that out there, Pelly. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Peloton. I would love Come Peloton on. sponsoring a podcast that has nothing to do with fitness in any way. Hey, they, we'll make it about fitness. Oh, if they get oh we will dramatically <laughs> change. Hayden, we will start reviewing Peloton instructors. <laughs> we can't. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> we'll give them star ratings. Oh, but yes. first, we'll all need a free Peloton so that we can, you know, I, adequately I, go How else would them. we see them? How yeah. else would we see them? How else would you see? I mean, you got to get free Pelotons. Peloton, come on. Come on. Shape up, motherfuckers. Also, I really want to be a Peloton instructor. I'm like, I, I, that bit in my mind is becoming very real. I was like, I could do Whoa. it. I could fucking I, do it. I would, I would spend time putting together a promotional video with you. Probably more than I should. I mean, we. I feel like it's something we should pursue so we can get Peloton's uh, like you know attention. Is this still the heavy metal Andrew Peloton yes. bit? <laughs> okay. Screaming, screaming. <gasps> at oh, people. I still, I still love the idea of cutting back to uh, our friend Hisham on the bike as the as yeah. the student, yes. crying a little, as yes. well. just <laughs> crying. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude. Yes. Please do it. Please do it, Andrew. I'm in. Yeah. I mean, let's let's do, let's get the script together. All right, boys, you want to go to final thoughts? You got you got it, anything else you want to jump into? No, fucking good. We yelled at Peloton, yeah. so we're we're on the verge here. Let's do it. Let's do it. Final thoughts, Jeff. What you, you want to go first? Oh, you want me to go first? Uh, I do. You know, I uh, 
I think the old episodes are good. I only listened to one or two of them, but they were they were funny. They were on point. The newer episodes, maybe it's COVID. I don't know what it is, but they weren't for me. The ads are long. It's fine. It, it, I think Hayden nailed it. It's like it's like a popcorn podcast. You know, it's like you know you, you want to listen to a podcast, but you don't really want to focus on it. It's it's good. It's good popcorn podcast. It's like it's it's chaotic neutral for sure. They they're not. I don't know. They're just right in the middle there, and they're just throwing out advice. Uh. I I wish he didn't talk like a radio show host because I don't I don't like that. But that's my only like real complaint. Why why are you talking like a radio show host? But anyway, that's it for me. What you know, what do you what do you think, Aiden? Well, hold on. Would you recommend this podcast? Would you co- Would you go back to it or recommend it to people? <sighs> Probably not. I can't think of anybody off the top of my head mm-hmm. that I'd be like, you should check out the J Train podcast. There's oh. other and you know what I think the thing is is I. There's a podcast I've recommended a couple times, and we're, I'm going to choose my next one called My Brother, My Brother, and Me, that is this podcast, but I think way funnier, and their subject material is Yahoo Answer questions instead Ooh, of these email ah, questions, okay. and it's really, I think it's really funny. So I think that's the one I would recommend instead of this, and they're very similar veins. Okay. I like that. I like it too. You know, I, I 100% agree with the, the radio show voice. The radio talk show host voice. I'm not sure how, quite how you would define that. Uh, uh, like the tonality and the brashness involved in, in that is particular voice. But it, it really hits. It's so distinctive. And he's got it. Um, not that that's necessarily a bad thing, but it stands out right away to me. Overall, I think it's, yeah, it's it's an okay podcast. I liked it more than I thought I would, in all honesty. It's, it's very popcorny. I can take little bits. Um... I might come back to this podcast. It seems like a good like road tripping podcast. If you needed something fun and light, I'll probably try to hit up some of those earlier episodes for the little relationship drama e bits. Maybe Nikki would like that as well. Agree with all the same points on ads. I think that the most important note that we have not mentioned yet. I like the train at the beginning of the J Train podcast. <laughs> I like oh, the intro. You're gonna love the old episodes, man. You're going to yeah. love the old oh. episodes. Super Does corny he... and stupid. I was into it. I was into it. Ooh, I so in the one old it. episode I listened to for 10 seconds at the start of it, I think he yelled J-Train? Is that <laughs> he what he's yelling? Hello! Yeah, he does that. <laughs> he yells hello, and they started timing it so he could see how long he could hold the hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh my and they record See, that why do you stop the yes. they record and sometimes he goes a long time i've always been very impressed i remember being like wow <laughs> it was like yeah so like every episode for a while for like a while anytime he did they, they would time the hello and they're like how long was that how long was that it was, it was so fucking funny and that gives a a taste of the seriousness of this podcast i think yes yeah yes, yes. it yeah. Uh, what, what you got andrew bring us home so I really like this podcast. I'm going to dip back in. This is a no-brain podcast. I can just have this on. I'm doing random shit. Um, I don't love every story. You can't love every story of dating advice. Sometimes people are just like... Like, sometimes people write in, and I'm just like, shut the fuck up. Like, just break up and be by yourself, you narcissistic moron. You can need... You need space, okay? You're all morons. Give yourself a break, okay? If you stop... If you keep serial dating on dating apps, you're going to drive yourself fucking crazy. Like... Just relax. I want to say that to so many of the people who write in, but most of the time I'm like, yeah, this is fucking great. I love like I love. It's like I said earlier. It's like a. It's like the uh, reality TV of podcasts, and I kind of just need that in my life sometimes. Like no brain power involved, no analysis. Just like wow, that's like just being like wow, this is wild that someone, this happened to someone, you know, or whatever. It's um, very 
very fun in my mind overall like i think it's a fun podcast i i've recommended it to people i will continue to recommend it to people because i know a lot of people like myself who kind of like like that little bit of sprinkle of drama and bullshit in their life that but they don't want to be involved at all which is how i feel i'm like oh yeah give me like give me the tea but i would like to be arm's length please (laughs) um so it's kind of like scratches that like disgusting drama gossip itch that uh i think humans naturally have um I think that's it for me. I just, I like it. It's, it's, I would argue chaotic neutral as well. I think it's like just so, but there's no good. There's no bad. They're just fucking existing and doing yeah. what they do. Um, man, I, if, if you've ever been on the J train podcast, I've always wanted to talk to someone who's gotten their email read on the J train podcast. So if you, <laughs> if somehow you are one of those people, please let us know and tell us the episode. And we'll listen to it. Um, oh, and I, I would love, love if someone, Wants to hear our relationship advice. Oh, I think that would be <laughs> great. Please email us tangent.quest.podcast so at gmail.com. I, that would be amazing. I'd be fucking pumped to give people relationship advice. I have no right to do, considering my situation. Oh, you want to know another reason why J-Train used to be better? He was single. When he was single, I honestly think uh, I mentioned the content. Uh, yeah. Interesting. Okay. You know, something that might far, uh, speak to the quality. I, I think he's doing too many podcasts. Like, I thought about mm. one in 10 of the relationship stories was was really good. If he had just cut it down to really the interesting ones, the interesting ones to me personally, <laughs> so much better. Yeah, if they tailored it perfectly to you, it would have been really good. Yeah, why yeah. can't they do that? I don't know. Hmm. Good thoughts, Hayden. <laughs> it just must be pretty popular. I, I if he's getting, he's getting 15, at least 15 questions a week to answer. Oh, he's way more. All right. Dude, they, he, yeah. he, he, I forget, there was an episode he talked about. He's like, we get hundreds of emails a week. Like hundred, wow. and that was early in the Damn. podcast. Damn. So I, I can't imagine what he gets now. Andrew, do you want to tell people about our contest? Yeah, fuck yeah. I forgot we need to reiterate this. Okay, so uh, in case you haven't listened to the episode, which came out eight hours ago as we're filming this, uh, filming, Jesus Christ, recording, or 12 hours, whatever. It doesn't matter. It came out today, okay? The podcast <laughs> the episode came out today. Go fucking listen to it. We talk about revisionist history. It's really goddamn good. Okay, we're doing a contest. We're giving away a free Tangent Quest branded hat on brand that's good marketing okay it's free i will send it to your address personally i might even include it's a, a fucking nice note. hat it's a nice hat it's soft it's, nice it's comfortable it's cute the tangent quest logo looks great embroidered on it you're gonna fucking love it you're gonna love the conversations you have people are gonna be like whoa hey tangent quester nice hat where'd you get that from and they're gonna say and you're gonna say oh it's just this podcast i listen to also, it's one of a kind. There will never be four, more printed. Jeff, one of four. Well, okay, edition. yeah. One of four to never be reprinted. So, I mean, that's that's hashtag rare for all you hype beasts out there. I mean, that's that's hype. That's hype. So, that's to hype. win, you have to email us, tangent.quest.podcast at gmail.com. You have to email us why you deserve it. And specifically, like, we want to hear about a moment where you felt like you did something amazing, but no one recognized it, or you did something really cool and no one saw or said, like, wow, that was really cool that you did that. Just one of those, but you need recognition. We're going to give it to you and then double down and validate you with the hat. I can almost guarantee if you write us in, we're going to read them all on air and we'll probably yeah. choose the best life. Yeah. Fought a mountain land recently? Let us know. Said Jesus hi to a Christ. stranger you thought in a really good way? Also let us know. I mean, it could be really, I mean, there's a chance something stupid could really win. I mean, I'm easily swayed. <laughs> easily swayed. I mean, it takes nothing. It's, it's embarrassing how little it takes. So yeah. that's how you win. And so it's a nice, I mean, it's a nice hat. Jeff, I think you guys should take pictures. We'll all take pictures in our hats to promote the, the contest and we'll, we'll, we'll put them together. 
People like I that. love it. People like yeah. that. People like seeing your face, you know? You got any, you got any final words for us? Anything, um, anything else you want to say? Hmm. Kirkland is the best brand. Kirkland's no, the best no fucking brand, dude. God damn, they make some good fucking shit. I want to believe they're good people, too. I bet you, like, the Kirkland family is just a nice, humble family. Or they're a bunch of fucking degenerate <laughs> drug addicts. I don't know. It's really hard to tell with these massive family brands. If yeah. you had to choose one, would you rather be fully sponsored by Peloton or Kirkland? Kirkland. Hands down. Kirkland, for sure. <laughs> Without yeah. a fucking doubt. Are you kidding me? No one's sponsored by Kirkland. There's a bunch of Peloton influencers. Fuck them. Imagine calling yourself the only official Kirkland influencer or, or <laughs> ambassador. Are you kidding me? You know how much sparkling water I would drink? I would never drink normal water again. And Peloton just sells Pelotons. Kirkland sells, sells literally everything. Crazy amounts of shit. <laughs> they sell vacation You can get a Kirkland brand Peloton probably once they expand their market. <laughs> yeah, oh. there you go. Oh, shit. Boy, Kirkland, hit us up. Double uh, down, Jeff, yeah. baby. It's all good. Watch what brings you joy. No, I'm, I'm totally on board. Life sucks, okay? <laughs> life fucking blows. And if you find something that brings you that much happiness, fucking do it. Don't do meth, you know? Don't do like, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm trying to... <laughs> Gotta draw the line somewhere. Well, yeah, I mean, like, don't do stuff that'll hurt you. But, like, I mean, like, watching some YouTube videos, fuck yeah. Watch them. Pull your dick out. Or not for the YouTube. You know, I'm like, I'm not in public. <laughs> I'm really losing myself over here. I'm just saying, do things that make you happy that don't hurt yourself or others, okay? That's all I want. I gotcha. I gotcha.